Welcome to another episode of the RAG podcast. And for those of you who don't know, the RAG stands for Recruitment Agency Growth. Since early 2019, I've been interviewing the most successful and innovative recruitment owners to learn how they rose to the top of their game. In season seven, I'm going to be having raw, authentic and insightful conversations with agency owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, people across the industry. And I want to be learning about their ambitions, what's happening behind the scenes in their agencies today and their plans to navigate difficult market conditions. I'll be bringing you the latest and greatest recruitment stories every single week on Wednesdays at noon across multiple platforms. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RAG podcast. On this week's show, I wanted to do something different. This week, I wanted to feature a recent webinar I hosted um, for the recruitment industry where I had over 100 people turn up and I've had countless messages asking for this information. So you probably know by now, but what I do at Hoxo and what we do is we help brand recruitment agencies and their people better. And the people are your biggest asset in your organization, okay? Every single recruiter at a desk level can have such a huge impact on your brand, on your marketing, on the business. And I think it's fair to say everyone knows now that you should be getting your team to post more on LinkedIn, but getting them to do it and actually doing it are two very difficult challenges that we see across the industry. So in this 30-minute episode, I'm going to give you some really simple things to use. So I'm going to tell you why your recruitment team should be posting. I'm going to give you three things to get them to do to raise the output and the quality of the output. And then I'm going to give you some really simple metrics to follow to track performance. So what are the KPIs and measurements you should be looking at on a monthly and a weekly basis to ensure that your team are moving in the right direction. All right, take some notes, 30 minutes. At the end of this as well, there is a document you can take. There's a resource. Click on the link attached to the show notes and you can take the resource for free. So take your own notes and then you're going to get my notes and you'll be able to take this and put it into practice in your agency tomorrow and get things moving. I hope you enjoy it without further ado. So let's get into this session. I've got about 30 minutes for you guys, and I want to help you. Um, I want to help you make more from this process. It's going to be, you know, relatively simple stuff I teach you. But what I want to do is get as much engagement in the chat as possible. And I want you to ask as many questions. If you're taking notes, there's probably no point because I'm going to be sending you the document anyway that we uh, that I'm, I'm using right now. Uh, if there's multiple comments from me, there's a few people on the call. So okay, cool. Um, just Luca everywhere. All right, let's go. Pretty simple word. Google Doc. I'm going to send across in the email anyway. That when you get the recording, so you don't. If you can take notes if you want, or you can just listen. And uh, this is being recorded, and you're going to get the the sheet. So, what I want to talk about today is how does it transform either your own, but definitely your team's posting power in 30 minutes with me. So, three things: why you should post more content on LinkedIn. Three things that you 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 know you can do. To, to make sure you post more and what to expect to track, to measure, right? It's so really simple stuff. Right now, before I get cracking, how many posts a week that, and we're not including jobs here, how many posts a week do you think um, the average is in your office right now? How many, what's the average? If it's just you, then it's your average of you. If it's five of you, what's the average? What do you reckon the average recruit in your business does a week? 20 posts a week, Robin. That is a lot of content. One a day, says Angelique. Four a week, five a week, six a week. Not including job content. Three a week, two. So Christina, you think 
10 times a week people post. I'm talking about LinkedIn, by the way, not any other platform. Let's just focus on LinkedIn. How many times a week does an individual on average post a week? I don't believe you guys are posting 10 times a day, a week on average in most of your businesses. No chance. The recruitment industry just isn't doing it. So if you're looking across the business, what do you reckon? Ones and twos, threes is probably realistic. Sometimes it's zero when it's not job related. So why should you put content out that isn't job related? Well, jobs are transactions, right? Jobs are, I have a vacancy for you and I need help, right? Brilliant. But they are transactional. Guys, yes or no, would you say that your business has been built above and beyond transactions? Would you say yes or no that you are a relationship-driven salesperson? You talk to people even if there's no vacancies available. Like You're not just in it for that one thing, yeah? So your business is built on relationships. Oftentimes, our LinkedIn accounts are just transactions. So what we're trying to do is take the offline, which we're so good at, and make it online, yeah? So we're trying to be more relationship-driven online. And that includes the same sort of conversations you have on the phone and doesn't include, you wouldn't go up to someone at a networking event and before you even ask their name and, you know, had a bit of chit chat and just be like, hey, I, I, do you know anyone for this job? Like you just wouldn't do it. It'd be weird. So that's what you don't want to be on LinkedIn, just pushing product all day, every day. It's too much. So look, there's no doubt that 2023 has been a tough year. Just give me a yes or no if you've found... If, if numbers are, are generally a little bit down this year than they were last year, would you say that across the board, the business is, is, is not outperforming last year? If you're saying no, brilliant. But industry-wide, job flow in recruitment is down, okay? There's no doubt about it. Job flow is down. Um, but the good news is it is picking up. I've seen some real green shoots in the last couple of months. So that since end of May, more and more clients are saying to me that the business is coming back. There's more clients talking about projects that are actively going to happen as opposed to last six months ago, it was just like, it's in the future. Um, I did a poll where I got over a thousand people voted in our sector last, and I said at the end of Q2, you know, sorry, I said at the end of July, end of June, end of July, how does it compare to the end of June? And 59% said they're up, 28% said it's not changed, and 13% said they were down. So the good news is it's starting to shift. But even if... Even if you guys are doing well, regardless if you're doing well or not, now is the time to be investing in business development. Now is the time to be building client relationships. And now is the time to be doing that via LinkedIn. Okay. Because when you speak on LinkedIn to men, like you've basically got one-to-one and one-to-many. One-to-one is picking up the phone, sending an email. One-to-many is LinkedIn. It's hitting five, 10, 15,000 people at once. How many connections have you got on LinkedIn, guys? Put it in the chat for me. How many connections have you got? 16,000, big, 10,000, 8,000, 5,000, 3,600, 8,000, 3,200. Yes or no, are there people in that network that you do not speak to enough? There's people that you haven't spoken to in the last couple of years that are probably recruiting or finding jobs now. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, right? So when we have a one, we have a one-to-one strategy of picking up the phone and sending email, emails and emails. That's cool. But our one-to-many strategy is our content plan. It's how do we nurture, and that's why we need to do it because there's hiring managers in there, so many of them, and you're not even speaking to them. Okay, so 
We wanted to also, as a team, as a recruiter, you should be taking the pressure off your marketing team. I put a post up the other day which said, we don't need to need help with content because our marketing team sends stuff to our recruiters. Just let me know if that, that's happened in your business where you get given something to post on LinkedIn from marketing. Yeah? We do. We, we, we This event, you know, here's a, here's a flyer, put it out there, right? People do. But the truth is, recruitment agencies are only as good as their people. And... At a desk level, you guys are picking up the phone, having conversations, building relationships. If you're all you're doing on LinkedIn is sharing jobs and sharing company content, it's not going to work. It should be the other way around, okay? My insights are you want to authentically talk on your account. So if you share something interesting, the company account should be sharing your content, not the other way around. You can do it occasionally, but your company should be grabbing content from all the different recruiters in the team. Chris wrote something here. Ellie wrote something here. Amanda wrote something here. Anthony wrote something here. Luca wrote something here. And they should be sharing it. So the company is a, is a, is a combination of the people it hires on the phone. It should be the same on LinkedIn. Okay? So we want to repost the voice of the people, not the people reposting the voice of the company because it does not work. And we know that because personal pages on LinkedIn get 24 times the reach of company accounts. And if you look on LinkedIn, just do a, a quick look now. If I go on LinkedIn and I see the first post is a person, Gary Thompson, right? The second post is a company who've paid to hit me with an advert. Ripple have paid. We've already got 300,000 followers have spent money on this advert. And then I see person, person. Oh, company promoted. Person, person, company, promoted. So what happens is LinkedIn works very cleverly. It promotes people's own content, but it doesn't promote company content. Because company content, they want to they want you to spend on adverts. But if you've got 300,000 followers on LinkedIn that could see all of your company content, why would you spend money on adverts? You wouldn't. So what they do is they depress company content, promote personal content, if you like your individual profile content, and then they can sell you ad content. Very, very, very clever, and it works, okay? So this is what a basic power of numbers, right? If you've got a team of five people that post three times a week, that's a 1,000 views, and they get a 1,000 views a post, which is really basic, that's 15,000 views a week. Over a year, that's 780,000 eyeballs on your brand. That's almost a, three quarters of a million. It's over three quarters of a million people will see your brand in a year. Are you spending hours on LinkedIn and cold outreach and want more business coming to you over your competition? Well, if you're the founder or leader of a recruitment agency, here's what we can do for you. At Hoxo, we'll give you the training, support and resources to take you from what I call an offline recruiter, reliant on posting jobs and sending in mails to open up new customers, ultimately looking like every other recruiter on LinkedIn, to being an online recruiter, being seen by over 25,000 relevant people, driving a 200% minimum increase in engagement on your profile and seeing daily lead lists from LinkedIn that you can follow up with in six weeks time. And if you don't perform, you don't pay. Now, why can we make such a bold results-driven promise like this? Well, it's simple. There's two reasons. Firstly, whilst I've been building the RAG podcast, we've actually done what we say we'll do for our clients. In less than two years, we actually built a business generating from zero to over 1 million views per month on LinkedIn, leading to multi-million pound revenues with a sales team of me plus two people without making a single outbound cold call. 
Second is our track record. Not only have we done it ourselves, but we've helped over 350 agencies and over 4,000 consultants do it as well. It all in the last three years. Now, if that sounds of interest to you, click the link associated to this episode and we can book a call and tell you how we can help. Right, let's get back to the show. Guys, do you think a team of five in recruitment will make more money if they get three quarters of a million eyeballs on their brand in a year? It's a no-brainer, right? And so many people say, well, why would I do this? Like, what's the point? Well, that's the point. Because you simply cannot call you can't phone more than two and a half thousand people in a year. In a year, you just can't get around it. It's not going to happen. But you can be seen by a million. And that can be done by one person who gets three. If you get 5,000 views per post and you post three times a week, you do it yourself. It's not actually that difficult. So how do we change, right? How do we make a change? So the first thing is, if you are trying to get a recruitment team to post, it's got to be a top-down approach, Okay. The, scene, the most senior person in the team, in the division, in the company, whatever, they are the people that need to get this going. So someone like Chris Redmond, who I'm picking on you because I know you, you're a great example, right? You are the top of the tree and you do this regularly. So you, you're already ahead of the game. What we do see as well is companies where the, the boss says, yep, guys, you need to post on LinkedIn. Come on, post on LinkedIn. And they see it as a young person's game. Oh, I'm too old. Don't worry about me. They see it as a young person's game. Just give me a yes or no if you've ever seen that, where the top of the business doesn't do the new things, but they expect the younger people or the new, the new recruits to do it. They're like, oh, yeah, get on that recruitment posting game. And what happens is it might work for a short period of time, but the issue is when, well, there's two benefits. Let's, say, let's talk about the benefits rather than the problem. But the two benefits are, number one, the owner, the founder, the leader, the managing consultant, whatever, the most senior people in that group, are going to have more gravitas, more stories, more connections, more opportunity externally when they speak. So when someone at the top speaks online, it's going to get more, it's going to have more weight than someone who's junior. So the, the results for the business are going to be greater. But the second benefit, which is much greater, is the internal benefit. If someone like me or Chris Redmond or whoever, if you're posting every single day or three times a week consistently, the rest of the business sees the example and follows. Because guess what? If I'm having a tough month and you're telling me to get on the phone and you're not posting and you're the boss, why am I going to go to LinkedIn and do it? And the boss is probably going to be like, get off the phone. Whereas if I'm having a tough month and everyone's in it together and your boss is saying, come on, let's get out on LinkedIn. Let's make more noise. Let's get in front of more people. Let's drive more inbound leads. You're going to be more likely to do it. And I know in my business, if I do this, my team will do this. Also, if you're the top of the tree and you're time poor, get someone else to do it for you. Like spend the money on it. Like pay for someone to write your content if that's what you need. We have a ghostwriting service at Hoxo. If you go to our website and have a look, you know, I want to um, I want to check out my branding services. Look, LinkedIn personal brand management. We manage the accounts of about 55 recruitment owners right now globally. And no one would know we're doing it. But the reason we do it is for those two benefits. We get them more reach and more business results, but also we tra we're training the people below, the team, and the team are more likely to do it if the boss does it. Win, win. Just give me a one in the chat if you're with me right now, if you understand what I'm saying. Wicked. Does anyone have any questions on that before I go into the next step? Anyone got any questions on that? 
So do anything you can to get the most senior people in the group to do this. Okay, because it will live and die from the top down, not the bottom up. Second thing is start with the most engaged. So if you're going to try and get a group of people in your business to be better on LinkedIn, don't try and do it with everyone. The reality is you're going to have a mixed bag of people in your company. That's what makes companies so special. And you're going to get some people that love this naturally, some people that are scared to death of sharing their own thoughts on LinkedIn and people that are in between. So I'd say start with a small group between one and five people. One and five. One is the lowest and five is probably the highest I would bother with at the very beginning to get this moving. Because it's a bit like, there's a study, there was a psychology study I did at A-level and they talked about how like, Shared responsibility is a huge thing. Like if you if you get on a train and there's a, it's a packed train and you have a heart attack, people won't know whether they should help you or not because they just look at each other. Shared responsibility. Whereas if you're on the train, there's two people on that train, both people will rush to your aid. I mean, this is an actual study that was done. And there's something in that small collective group of accountability that gets things done. And if you want to get, an, if you want to impact your whole agency, let me know in the chat how many people work in the business you work for. Just put it in the chat so I can get some context of the size of the company. So if you're trying to get 20 people to do it or 50 people to do it, you start with a small group. Because if you can get five people to do this and five are starting to get better results, more reach, more engagement, more inbound, they're starting to turn it into candidates and clients, you can guarantee more people in the business are going to be like, what are they doing? I want to do it. Trying to get 50 people at once. No, no. I did. We started Robert Walters with one account. This guy, John Berry, right, who signed up to working with me in the pandemic. He's um, a lawyer turned recruitment director. He's got really good content on LinkedIn and he's got 13,000 followers. And he was making, you know, he doubled his income online. And now he's got, we've now got 700 and over seven, I think 720 users at Robert Walters globally that work with us that are all doing this, that are all over it. Which again, out of a company of over three thousand, um, you know, it's 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 moving in the right direction. So engage a small pilot group first, show your results, and then try and get the rest of the team on. You're better off having fifty percent of the team doing it than zero of the team doing it. Okay, just give me a yes or no if you agree with that. If you get where I'm going. And selecting a group of people is. It's genuinely about the most engaged, the people that want to do it. So you need at least someone senior and then around them, it doesn't really matter as long as they're up for it. And you can test for that. And you're better having two who are up for it than five who aren't or 15 that aren't, okay? Tip number three is make a plan. Recruitment teams are busy, okay? Would you agree, guys, that you probably come in a, with a plan on a, on a given day like today and then by nine o'clock and 9.30 something can happen that will completely send you on a different tangent that day. A job gets called in, a job gets pulled. Someone calls in sick. Someone doesn't turn up for an interview. Like there's so much that can happen in any given day as a recruiter that it's very hard to just like with all the will in the world just to do more stuff. It's just very hard, right? So what we see in this industry is people ask their teams to, to do more content, post more. And it's a bit like saying, it's like running into a room of recruiters shouting, recruit more, recruit more, recruit more. That ain't legit advice. That's shouting at people, okay? What you need to do is give people a process. You need to teach them the process. You need to give them time to use it, trial it. You need to reflect on it, see what they did well, what they didn't do well, and repeat it and keep refining. Just put a one or in the chat if you agree with that, a two if you don't. But that's the only way I believe you can build a recruitment team, right? Have a clear plan, follow it, 
train, reflect, repeat, and, and you go round and round. And I don't believe this is any different. I really don't. If you ask people to post on LinkedIn and they're not doing it, there's one of three reasons. And it's a combination of all of them in some instances. Number one, just give me a yes or no if you agree with this. Number one is people don't know what to write about. Would you agree with that? Some people have no idea. Number two, confidence. People struggle with what the hell is going to happen if I put myself out there. Like, what are people going to think of me? Imposter syndrome. Would you agree with that? People suffer from confidence issues, even if they're up for it. And number three is time. People think they're too busy already and that you're giving them more work to do. They're the three. And sometimes it's all three. You know, I don't know what to write. I'm frightened to death and I'm busy. Would anyone say that they've been in that seat before? So there's people in here that, I mean, this is literally a conversation I'm having every single day and it never changes. Okay. No recruitment company yet is, is any different. So my advice is invest in this and put a plan in place. Right. Um, and there's, there's, there's a couple of things you can do. Number one is put a 30 minute meeting in each week where you genuinely sit together as a group and that, and I'm talking about one to five people. And in that meeting, you should come up with content ideas together. Okay. And you ask each other questions and you challenge each other's ideas. And I'm not going to go into everything, but my advice is go back to your phone calls in, in your business and, and use the conversations you're having as the fuel for your content. Okay. And then once you get three posts out a week or whatever, the next week you meet, you talk. The first thing you do is you reflect on the weeks before. So you go, right, guys, we've posted as a group all week. Let's have a quick look at our content. Chris, what do you think went well last week? Jackie, what went well, what didn't? And you go around the room and you someone needs to chair this group, but you want to reflect on last week and then plan this week. So everyone leaves the meeting with ideas for content. They don't write the content in that meeting because it'll take too long, but they can get the ideas together. Okay. And then you want to get a commitment that people are going to do the work and when. Saying you'll write three posts is great, but when? My team leave the meeting and they say, I'm going to write my content on a Monday, a Wednesday, and Friday at nine o'clock. And it's in the diary and I can see it. And I'm like, good. To give people a structure. And we might say that on a Monday, we post this type of content. On a Wednesday, we post that type of content. On a Friday, we post that kind of, kind of content. And I don't think you need to do more than three posts a week at this point. But try and all follow a similar plan the beauty is if you talk about what you're already saying on the phone, you'll all have different things to say because you're all having different phone calls every day. But you need a structure. Okay. And then finally, once you've put the structure in place and you're doing this, what does good look like? Well, I say think big and start small. You want to dominate LinkedIn. You want to dominate your market. You want to be the most well-known recruitment team in the industry, I'm sure. But basic expectations is number one, Get your team to max out the 100 connections every week. If you're not doing that, you're seriously missing a trick. You're allowed 30,000 connections and you can send 100 a week. So if you're not at 30,000 yet, which none of you are on this call, get out and build it. Now, the number one reason is as well is LinkedIn have changed the algorithm dramatically in the last month. Just let me know. Yes, Has anyone noticed that impressions are dropping on your posts? Your same post that might have got 2,000 views is probably getting 1,000 views this, year, this month. It's happening, right? And what LinkedIn are trying to do is they're trying to build a more authentic echo chamber and they want your first degree connections to see your content first. So before, 
five people in your first degree would like it and five of their people would like see it who were outside. Now it doesn't work that way. You're getting less and less second and third degree connections seeing your content. So they're trying to, so the bigger your first degree network now, the bigger your content's going to reach. Before it didn't really matter. Now it does. So you've got to get out and grow that under, under the week. You've got to do it. Another thing I, I advise you should be doing is 10 minutes a day of engaging on people's content. Ask questions, like content. Don't be that guy who expects all the likes and comments, but doesn't give it. Like, it's just not, it's not cool. You know, you don't go to a networking event and not speak to people. You don't make one phone call a day and expect to be the top biller. You've got to get out there and, and engage with people. So spend at least 10 minutes a day doing that. And then finally, again, three posts a week, not jobs. And then what you want to track really simply, individually and as a team, are your connections growing? You can see that. And you want to be looking at about a 30% acceptance rate as a good benchmark. So three, 30 a week is the minimum you should be growing by if you're going out and maxing out your 100. Followers, followers will grow by the 30. But also, if you're producing content, people will choose to follow you. And if I go on here now and I look at someone, um, I mean, most of my first, I only see first. So this person here, um, if I wanted to follow this person, I click that, right? That means I am now one of his followers. It doesn't mean we're connected. So the only reason anyone's going to follow you as a recruiter is if you're sharing information that's useful. People might not want to connect with you. You might even hit your connection limit, but you want to have more followers than connections. You can have unlimited followers. So again, you want to do that, but you want to track it. You want to look at how many posts you're doing each week to see you're getting consistent, consistent engagement. You want to check your likes and comments. How are you getting on with likes and comments? Are they moving in the right direction? And you want to check your profile views. And if you track that every week, you will see whether the, the brand is building in the right direction. And if you, yes or no, guys, if you go to the gym and you track your performance, your weights, your weight, the, the, your body weight, your reps, your speed, whatever, do you think it's you're more or less likely to, to continue if things move in the right direction? A message from our sponsor, Vincere. Another of their products is known as Time Temp. This is your complete integrated timesheet workforce management solution. It's pre-built, it's pre-integrated, and it's designed so no matter how much your business grows, you'll be able to keep track of every single worker in one place in your CRM. All the changes inside Vincherry will sync with TimeTemp and will be fed back into your account, automating the entire process with two-way sync from your front to back office. Vincherry's TimeTemp enables you to create shift schedules, search available workers, shortlist and book assignments in seconds. They'll also allow you to track time, track leave, track expenses within their built-in payroll engine. It's called Door Clock. And then they've also got a mobile app for the on-the-go worker. If, again, you're looking to get more from your CRM, Vincere's Time Temp Solution is another tool that enables you to perform more of your business-critical processes in your CRM. Find out if you could use Time Temp via the link in the show notes. Right, let's get back to it. To be honest, you're more, you're more likely to continue even if they're not moving in the right direction if you're aware of it. If you're tracking, you're like, oh, shit, I thought I was losing weight, but actually I'm probably eating too much. So I need to drop that little bit. And I've lost a bit of weight recently, and I genuinely track my, my calories, I track my steps. I'm not, like, meticulous with it, but I loosely put in what I'm eating into my fitness pal, and I know roughly what I need to eat to drop, and I know what I need to, if I eat what. And, it, and it, I'm aware of it. And even some weeks I've gone away and I've put a bit of weight on, and I'm like, 
That's annoying. But at least I know why. I know how, and I know what I've done. Whereas if you're unaware, you ain't going to improve. You're just going to coast. Guys, was that useful? 26 minutes. Was that useful? So you've got, if we're going to recap, we're going to recap quickly. You know, why should we be posting more? Well, you want to take the pressure off the team. You want to blow up the reach of your, of your, of your business without relying on marketing. And you want to stop relying on cold calls. You can't be reliant on cold calls in 2023. 24 times the reach of company accounts, yeah? Tips, top down, get leaders involved. Start with a small engaged group and make a plan, okay? And then track the most important stats. Now, if I show you something here, this is one of the clients I work with. So um, I'm working with 5,000 recruiters across 350 agencies right now. And this app, Shield, shows us what they're up to. If I just show you this company, AL Solutions, year to date, this does all the work for me. Look at this, right? I've been working with um, four people. Uh, oh, it's not AL Solutions. Let's go back, actually. Uh, but you can see this. Four people who've gone from last year, they posted 71 times, and now they've done 312, which means their content's gone from 100,000 views to 500,000 views in six months, seven, eight months. But you can see we only started working together in March when it took off. And then their likes have gone up from eight to eight and a half thousand. What does that say about them, guys? What does that? What does this data tell you? It's evidence. It's growth. What do you think? If we look here, last year they had 800, 900 engagements. This year they've had 9,000 engagements. What, what's the benefit of 9,000 engagements? Why is that useful to a team of four people? Yeah, it's brand exposure awareness, but it's more than that. It's leads. It is leads. If I go in here now and I look at my post here <clears throat> and it tells me I've had 2,000 impressions, I can't see who they are. But when I click here, I can see every single one of these. And if I'm not working with Leon or with Diego or Justin or Luca, he's on the call. If I'm not working with you guys, I know you, you're interested in my stuff. Leads, 9,000 leads as opposed to last year, 900. Now, it's what you do with those leads that also counts. Okay. So, guys, my final thing is, look, this has been quite high level. It's been quite high level. I get it. What we do at Hoxo is we actually work with teams like yours, and we implement this with you. So I've already built a six-week training program to teach your teams everything that you need to know. I've already got the content framework so that if you're sat there thinking, what are we going to write about? I've already worked it out for you. You can use my templates, my structure, and you go. And we create top-performing LinkedIn content, like the guys at AL Solutions, like all the clients to move forward. We give you an account manager that helps your team track and measure and puts things in at the right time. And we do all of it. And if we don't get you the performance what you expect, so we expect 25,000 views per person in six weeks on LinkedIn. So if there's five of you, you're going to get 125,000 views in the first six weeks. If this doesn't work, if you don't get the results, you don't pay. You get your money back. We literally give you a 100% refund if it doesn't work. Um, would this work for me? I'm the only consultant in the company and the only one. That, yeah, 100%, Claire. We do work with loads of one-people one teams. Individuals, one-man bands, all the way up to Robert Walters. It doesn't matter, right? But 
we put a guarantee in place here. Our money's where our mouth is. So if, if, if it doesn't work, you don't pay. It's free, right? But we've not had that happen because when people do the work and we work with them, it works. It's not an if, it's a when. But if you, any of you are worried, like, oh, I'm not sure this would work for me, then, but you back yourself to give it a go, then you cannot lose here. Um, guys, yes or no, would anyone be up for a conversation with my team about how we can help you specifically? I know this has been very high level. We can look at your content. We can give you a bit of an audit and we can then tell you how this works in depth, all right? And again, it's not in our interest to sell you something that won't work because we'll have to give you the money back. It's not worth it. So Claire's up for it. Is anyone else up for a conversation with us? Um, we can find out, you can find out more, ask us questions. We can look at your brand and do an audit. If you're interested, click this link now and book a call. All you need to do is click the link, takes you to this page and you just fill in that form there. That will then automatically take you to a page where you can book into our calendar and you can speak to us in the next couple of days. All right. Is there any reason why some of you don't? Just give me some feedback. So if some of you are saying, oh, no, no, I'm not interested in that. If you told me you want to do it, if you told me you want to improve, I told you, you know, you get your money back if it doesn't work. And we've worked with 5,000 people. Oh, Nathan's already speaking to him. Luca, I've been talking to Anthony for five years. Get that guy off his backside and do it. Um, Rick, I'm in combo with Katie, just waiting on having the cash call. Chris, legend, mate. Good to see you as always. Has anyone got any questions? Has anyone got any questions before we go? We are going to be sending out the recording and the, the doc that I've put together on email. Um, if anyone isn't connected to me on LinkedIn, see that link. Click on it, connect with me so I can see your stuff. I want to help you out. Um, you know, if, as long as we're connected, you're going to get all my free stuff. Um, thanks so much for your time, guys. Thanks so much for your attention. Great engagement. Hope you enjoy it. Let's go and make the most of LinkedIn. Honestly, it is the biggest opportunity in the industry right now. James, legend, take care of yourself. See you soon, guys. Have fun. Thank you as always for listening to today's show. I truly hope that you got value from it. Honestly, it's the only reason I take time every week to ensure that my audience, you guys, future and existing recruitment owners, you're learning from each other to make this industry that I love so much stronger. And today's episode is brought to you by my business, Hoxo. I'm the CEO and founder, and we're on a mission to help brand recruitment agencies and their people better. I wanna help people have the tools to stand out in the most competitive markets in the world. We're currently working with over 350 recruitment agencies and 5,000 of their consultants right now, helping them to build their personal brands to consistently win more business, attract talent, and just become that go-to recruiter in the market. Now, we do have a huge coaching program, but a lot of people don't know, we also manage the brands of a lot of founders, and we can do the rebrand of that company organizational piece as well. So if your recruitment agency either needs help to look and sound exactly how you want it to, or your leadership and consultant level need to get out there and drive more traffic back to that website, to the business and start using LinkedIn to generate more revenue, then you should definitely be reaching out to us. If that sounds of interest, please do visit www.hoxomedia.com or drop me, Sean, a personal message on LinkedIn. I love hearing from RAG listeners. I would love to talk to you. Uh, look forward to it. So I'll see you again next week with another episode. Catch you soon.